Hey, hey, it's the Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gumbelson and Lee Roswell, along with my co-hosts, Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. Welcome to the Bravo Breakdown. Time to raise our glasses high. This episode's <laughs> for you tonight. Catchy. Oh my gosh. I can hear it. I can hear it in my head. That's perfect mm. that's just far enough we're not yeah. who do we're we not know get sued the- for that you're way too far off key <laughs> yeah and who do I we can't. know in the music industry to get you a get you a job to get you in there come on <laughs> hey i could i think with my with my uh nicotine soaked what's a low what's a low voice what's a low baritone baritone bass, baritone baritone bass I could be a uh, backup singer for Countess Luann's Cabaret. I think we're at the same, like, yeah, almost. I think you'd be good. I mean, I mean, j- yeah, actually, you have the same Jen's amount of vocal fry, silhouettes. too. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it? Money. When entering a room, greet everyone and soon you'll be entitled and invited to the grandeur. See, I can do it. <laughs> she she has a show coming up, I think, in March in the Wiltern here in LA. I'll fly up. Uh, maybe that. we should go. <gasps> maybe um Let's do it. Let's do it. I know. And then when I the whole idea is don't tell her, but when I'm like singing along in the audience and the spotlight pans to me because they can't tell our voices <laughs> apart, I'll be the camera. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but yeah, <laughs> I guess we should start with Vanderpump Rules. I'm so excited! I think so. so excited! It's my new favorite show. Yeah, I got into it this episode because you know I I am I've watched this show from day one. But I am, you know, it takes me, it takes me time to get invested in a show that isn't about like a Richards Hilton romance. <laughs> no, but this season, I, this past episode got me going. I really started forming strong opinions. Well, I am again. three episodes into my fandom, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, I, I kind of like it. I kind of like this show. I, I, I told yeah, you. Kinda, I told I, I'm kinda, you. Kinda like, though I, I clearly this happens also with Beverly Hills. I tuned in on the wrong season uh, because uh, evidently, like none of them drink anymore. They're all sober. Like almost just about every single person. So I imagine that takes some of the fun out of it. Uh, and all the relationships are so fractured that I don't even know what those relationships were. No, everybody hates everybody, or at least it seems like there's a lot of lot going on there. So, um, well, this, I mean, this is why when Scandaval happened and broke, so many more people got into it and they came to it and they started watching it on Peacock, like from the first season yeah, and it I just got this huge bump. I should have done that. Cause now, now I'm watching a show where just not everybody hates each other, but so many of them hate each other. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, th- I like, I, I, uh, I don't find any of them particularly likable. Like any people, I guess Lisa, I mean, Lisa's, but she's like the matriarch mother figure. Like she's, she's not in enough to seem unlikable, but she's like the voice of reason and poor Anne. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, God, I feel for poor Anne. Anne. Did you say she's a newer ish character? Like, is she not somebody they had before? 
No, they didn't have her on. Apparently, she's been Tom's assistant before Scandaval happened, from what I understand. So she was she was Tom's assistant, and then Scandaval broke. She felt really bad, but she then was still his assistant. Oh. And then and then apparently now the rumor is that she is now Ariana's assistant. I was gonna say <laughs> from what from just watching it, it seemed like she worked for them equally. Like, I mean, what, I mean, except that she bought the batteries, she bought the toilet paper. You don't know what I'm talking about, but everybody else knows what I'm talking about. I do not, not, but I trust you. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you will like, you'll have to go back. I think you should go back and, and watch it, take your time and start watching it because you'll be like, Oh, this is great. But this is also why, and we'll talk about this show later. This is why Southern hospitality is great because it is like VPR, the old days, but it took, it, it still took people, people dissed VPR for a while or pump rules, you know, for a while. And then it took, so some people aren't quite on top of uh, Southern hospitality, but I go, we know where VPR is now. This is where Southern hospitality. Okay. So you're saying, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Ge- I'm but not letting. I'm not VPR. letting you get me in a third show. I'm not. I'm not letting this happen. I, you somehow. Oh, you snuck, say that now. You somehow <laughs> snuck two in on me, and I'm not happy about it. Um, but yeah, v- the way VPR came about, it kind of bridged a few needs or voids in the reality world. It was because we had housewives, tons of housewives on Bravo, and then it brought in. It kind of. It was a more youthful demographic more humble demographic and it also brought in i think the hills was ending at that point and they needed that like young hollywood kind of up it so it kind mm-hmm. of perfect storm you know what i mean it's brought in i think it's brought in a different demographic to mm-hmm. bravo it's not just mm-hmm. it's not just your mom's network at that point it was like younger people watching well i was thinking that when i was watching vpr i'm like okay they seem younger and more you know more fun than the beverly hills crowd but then it occurred to me these people aren't younger they're my age they're in their 40s but they're not the young show, kids they were young kids when i guess when the show started, when started but they're not young kids now is what i mean yeah when it started it was like oh yeah yeah no but even but i'm saying like even now watching it they seem younger and, mm-hmm. and more energetic than the, than the housewives, even though their age difference isn't that big from the housewives. They just seem younger. And I can only imagine what they were like 13 years ago. This is the thing is that it's that they it's it's more of the it's the glamorous blue collar set. If you if we want to say that, like because they work in they work in hospitality or that's mm-hmm. what they started off. in. I mean, they and it's that aspirational thing of what I think a lot of people do of like people who want to be artists, who want to be actors, who want to be musicians or models and stuff like that. And that's a real, that's a main focus, especially of the, like the first three seasons. I mean, of them working there, but they want to be musicians. They want to be actors, models, things like that. So it's very, it's very aspirational. It's, it's, it's weird seeing like the flashbacks when they show flashbacks of happier times. And I, I look at it, I'm like, oh, I kind of do want to go back and watch it. But you know how I am with binging. I can't binge. I'm like, I'm 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 never gonna get around to that. I'm it's I'm lucky I'm keeping up with the new season, much less going back mm-hmm. ten seasons. Uh but I enjoy I it. No, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I I think if you watched the first season and then season 
three or four, that might be, those might be some good like seminal seasons. Cause the first mm-hmm. season sets it up and then you would be like, Oh, okay. Except for like Stassi and Jackson aren't on there. There's a couple other people, but it, it kind of sets it up the drama and you'll be like, Oh, okay, here we go. And you'd see the, and you'd see that's the a, beginning. That's the other fun thing about this group is for the most part, I know Stassi's gone. Jackson, Kristen are coming back. But it is weird. These people are so toxic from day one that by, and it's been on so long. By now, they would have been mm-hmm. like three friend circles ago. But these, because of this job, this lucrative fame, they're still stuck together, feasting on each other's souls. I don't mm-hmm. think in real life these people would still be. Mm-hmm. I think some of them would have moved to like Nashville or like, texas but you know like started a new life utah found religion something but no they're they're bound mm-hmm. they're bound by the blood of sir mm-hmm. i was i was i was just taking taking notes well because i as i as i do because that since i i you know have to keep up with these characters and whatnot so i take notes as i'm watching and um I'm like 73 or 74% sure that James's accent is fake. Like, are we sure he's British? Because I, that sounds put on to me. I don't believe he's if you, British. If you hadn't seen previous episodes with his father, who okay. is definitely his father, okay. then you might, then I would agree with you. But no, he, he is British. I think it's just, you know, he's been in the States for so long. It's a little bit Doritaized. Okay. Okay. So. Is that it? Because like, <laughs> yeah. I'm watching this episode. And, okay. Is it Sheena or Shayna? Sheena. I don't I, I hate to mispronounce it's it. Sheena. Sheena. That's what I thought. Okay. Like, so Sheena is Marcus Mumford looking husband or boyfriend, husband, <laughs> whatever. Uh, he looks just like him. Um I, that accent, I believe, is real. Whereas he's from, like, he's like a Kiwi he's from or something. Australia. That accent he's is Australian. Real. Is he from <laughs> Australia? Okay. Um, but I do and, not and believe And he, he, he used to look like Jason Momoa because he used to have really long hair, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mumford's a downgrade from Momoa, but Mumford's still, uh, he's still True. an attractive man. He's still an attractive True. man. True. Have you noticed he has four fingers on one no. hand? No. No. Did a koala like, bite? Totally oh, yeah. missing finger or just like knuckle? He, he he had like an industrial like work accident and he lost one of his fingers. I think I think either his one of his middle finger or his ring finger, something like that. He has four fingers on mm. one of his hands. No way. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, now yeah. well, now that's all I'm going to focus you, on. Mm-hmm. You're going to be looking you know for it now. N- yeah. Nate, okay. Why you need to go back and see because I want I want to rewatch from day one because I caught it this episode where it was. Uh, Sheena's talking about why she has to confront Sandoval, right? Was it Sandoval? Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's because yeah, yeah. Ariana's my best friend. I She has said every single person is, by the way, none of them are her best friend. They don't like her. Let's just be honest. There have been many seasons. Everyone has mistreated her. They think she's a jo- she's needy. Every she's like a third grader. Every episode, someone's her lifelong best friend. This time it was Ariana, but I was just like I could when she said that I closed my eyes and could just hear a montage throughout the years. Schwartz is my best friend. Sandoval's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hold up. I I dare to quibble with you a little bit, but I 
I agree. Yeah, disagree. Because, like, first season, she, Ariana was not technically mm. on the show. She was featured in a couple of episodes, but Sheena called, Sheena, that was the only person Sheena called mm. her best friend because Ariana was like a backup dancer for that performance that oh. she gave and things like that. And then when, and then when Ariana moved from Villa Blanca to yeah. Sir in season two, that was her best friend. Now, yes, Sheena does call everybody her best friend. And as she moved into the group, my thing this episode was the whole thing about Katie and, and Sheena being best friends and like their relation. And I was like, excuse me, Katie and Sheena have hated mm -hmm. each other most of these years. In fact, I can only think of maybe one season where they got along an entire yeah. season because always Sheena does something that undermines mm -hmm. Katie or Katie does something that Sheena doesn't like. Like these people, they try to like each other, but she, I mean, if they were not on this show, they would not interact with mm -hmm. each other. What's so fucking you, ever. You know why no. Katie has to welcome Sheena right now? It's because Sheena has, I'm sorry, Katie's always been a beta. She always is subservient. It's, it used to be Stassi who hated Sheena. So they treated her like a joke and were mean girls to her. Stassi's out. Katie's never been the full alpha star. Now Ariana's her point girl. And since Ariana is best friends with Sheena, she is going to answer to Ariana and welcome Sheena. I mean, yeah, if you watch like the first like two to three seasons, Katie, you're like, who is Katie? Like, why is she even here? Because she is so overshadowed by Stassi and Kristen and Sheena. And then our, not even, not really Ariana, but 100%. Like, you're like, who is Katie? Why is she even here? It's not really until like she starts beefing more with Sheena and then she and Schwartz get married. Does like, do things start like kind of escalating? I, I know, and you've told me this before, and I'm I'm still looking at the show with like the virgin eyes, so I don't know, you know, which people. Which is so beautiful. I know, right? Like a like a newborn baby. Um, yeah. I just feel Schwartz just makes me sad. Like I just feel sad for him. Like I don't know. You said like a lot of it is his own doing, but mm -hmm. but if you if I mean, so it's hard for you to to detach yourself to say like you've you've only met this character three episodes ago. But he just like the the in the premiere when he just wanted a hug from everybody. I'm like, just give this man a hug. He he might as well have a sad trombone every time he shows up in a scene. It just makes me sad for him. So I just want to give the guy a hug, man. He just he just seems like a sweet soul. And again, you I don't know anything that happened before this season, but he just he just seems so sad. I can't wait for you to see a couple seasons ago when um when when Tom Sandoval in full blown drag says that Schwartz is like a battered housewife. That Katie abuses him. <laughs> he's like he's like, look at him, look at him, he's like a battered housewife. And he's in a wig. They, and full They did makeup. a flashback. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that They okay. did a flashback, I feel like, yeah. You know, yeah, but you have to see that because they did drag for for his bachelor party. Yeah, this, this is fun. actually the first time this episode or the I'm sorry, the second episode. I wasn't here last week um, where I got to see, I, the first time I've ever seen Sandoval talk because prior to that, it was all um, pictures and I've seen video of him perform, but I've never seen him on VPR like on camera. So I didn't realize how just unlikable he truly is. Um, 
But so he's from St. Louis, as I'm sure y'all know. Um, in St. Louis, in the Midwest, we have a thing, especially in St. Louis, where if you meet somebody here or meet somebody in like LA or somewhere else, the first thing you say, say is, oh, what high school did you go to? It's just like a Midwest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to look up what high school Sandoval went to. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, yep, that tracks. That is exactly where I would have guessed Tom Sandoval was, went. And no offense to Hazelwood West High School, uh, go, go Wildcats, but you know what you are. And that is Tom Sandoval. (laughs) (laughs) And and to be fair, I get shit too. Whenever I tell people Clayton High, oh yes, I get a ton of shit. But I accept it. It's deserved. (laughs) At least Andy Cohen went to Clayton High. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, picture wherever Andy Cohen went, that's where I went. You can picture it. We deserve what we deserve our (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah, so so this episode, well, okay, you finally got to see Tom Sandoval, and you got to see him show up to the now defunct pump, and as Lisa's going through, and she's so sad because it's empty, but it's f- still full of shit, but, you know, he shows up, and he it's has- a flower with this sad little flower. I liked, oh, no, I liked what he said flower. with that. He's like, I know it's like bringing, I know it's like bringing- um, and it's like bringing s- sand to a beach with you. I'd be intimidated to bring Lisa Vanderpump flowers. She has a mansion full of, she does her own bouquets. I mean, she's really talented. Uh, that's not put on for the show. Yeah. That, that's like, what do you bring her? Wine, diamonds, flowers. I mean, yeah. At least he acknowledged that. I mean, he's trying to buy Ariana out of the house, so he can't afford much more than flowers. No, no. But what I mean is, what <laughs> do you give Lisa Vanderpump? I'd feel like anything I gave her, unless it was like a a pony with a Hermes saddle, wouldn't be good enough. She has it all. Hmm. Yeah. I would absolutely agree. But I, but what did you what did you think? Nate, finally seeing him and seeing the way that he acted and justified himself, the way he escalated also his justification to her. He, it was very funny to me that every time he entered a room, somebody would mutter under their breath, shit. Just every time he walked, like it, Lisa even kind of did it when she was on the phone at pump, I think with, with Ken, I think yeah. her husband and he walked in and she was just like, shit. Mm-hmm. And when he walked, when, um, when he walks in at the, was that Tom, Tom, where, where were they? At the, oh, sir. They went there, sir at the end. And then somebody looked up from the group and saw him and was like, oh, fuck, he's here. And that's, that's the kind of welcome I want anytime <laughs> I walk into a room. That, that, that's the welcome I got. So <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, that thing with Sir though, like when they all got together for that night. I mean, it is. It's so put. I mean, they're all there for a job. It's like that. Tr- I want to see. I'm excited to see next week. No one is going to hold out from that trip. It's part of their contract to go. Oh hey! But it was it was so awkward the planning of it. Like where Schwartz is like, "Hey, let's let's all go to Tahoe. Sandoval's coming too. Let's go, guys!" And everybody's like, "No, what? No, yeah. not, no!" But of course they're gonna go. Of course, they yeah, go. yeah. I mean, it's part of. I the, did uh, think Ariana was being. Now I'm all I'm all here for Ariana being petty, but I do think she was being a little too. 
unreasonable. Maybe that's not exactly the right word, but like Full just of being herself. like, yeah, Tyrannical. yeah. There was a little bit of like, like I don't know if tyrannical. I would use the word tyrannical, but <laughs> no, maybe not. But but I'm all for like I don't want to go, but you know. I don't know. I don't know. That kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. And we all know she's going to go. She's going to figure out a way. They're going to figure out something. But there's, I'm still just kind of like, oh, my so gosh. The, the oh reason gosh. they're really going is um, there's, you know, how Vanderpump has restaurants at Caesars in Vegas. Well, there's a Caesars complex in Tahoe. So she's opening a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So they'll just like... Put our. I bet you what they'll do is put Ariana up in a suite in the Caesars Tahoe, while the others, unless flip it and they'll sequester Sandoval to Caesars, and Ariana will be with the group, one or the other. Mm-hmm. But I did. I I gave Schwartz credit mm-hmm. for that when he said, "You're not. What did he say? You're not the queen of this group. You don't need because she's like, mm-hmm. he will not be in my circle." And that's where I was like, yeah, he kind of made, he spoke up, which he really does. And she went right into Mm -hmm. what some critics of hers have been saying, which is like, when did she Mm -hmm. become God? Vanderpump said that with the whole sit downs you were talking about earlier at the rest at pump was, it was closing. And she said about, um, she said to Schwartz, it's hard feeling sorry. It's hard punishing Sandoval and feeling sorry for Ariana when she's living her best life at this point. She's out doing Broadway commercials. And the the way she keeps trying to punish him with that pettiness, even, you know, it's a little hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just have to, though, keep thinking, this is truly only, like, for maybe four months after she found out about everything. So I do think we have to keep that in check though, too. Like this is four months after your relationship of almost a decade has just blown up in your face. So I do, I do want to kind of keep that in check just a little bit of like, yeah, I, I still think she's allowed to be petty, but I do think there is a little bit of like, she could easily just say, well, I don't want to go. Everybody else can go, but I don't want to go. Yeah, like, See, if she because she knows she's filming a show, mm-hmm. and we know we all know that she it, it, the fourth wall has already been broken on this, so it's very easy for her to say, "Look, all of y'all can go do your thing, but I, I'm not going to go. I don't have to go." And fine, she doesn't. It's a tr- it's a test of her clout, both in the sh- on the show on camera, who will follow her and step out and stay back or refuse to go or how they'll work these out. But it's also a test of her clout um, behind the scenes because now obviously she's this huge star of it. And if she's trying to refuse to film and get other people to refuse to film with Sandoval, I'm not sure. Is her angle trying to ice him off the show? Because that's what housewives do to each other. By saying you can't film with us, I don't want you there. It's a way to. This. I mean, I I don't know. I don't. I haven't heard anything about her trying to tell people that they can't film well, with him by or making. Film that. By making but I'm not the, saying that's not happening. By making the trip complicated and kind of saying he can't come here, I don't want invite him invited here. It is a way in housewives world of icing someone off mm-hmm. the show, but just kind of like the house. Mm-hmm. 
she is in a unique position where he's now equally notorious. He's not loved like her, but he's a huge part of the story. She can't get him out of the mm-hmm. house or the show. So it is an awkward thing for her. It is awkward. Mm-hmm. I was starting to like her mm-hmm. a little bit more this episode when I was thinking about how petty she's being. And that is something I respect in people. And so, yes, it is. Yes, it like, is. first I was annoyed by it when I was thinking, like, ugh, they treat her like this saint, and I can't stand that. But when I started thinking of her as a villain and all this, I was like, oh, I like what you're doing. <laughs> it's it's when they it's when they coddle her that's when it annoys me when they treat any reality star like a saint or a martyr i'm like it's a paycheck they've lasted this long because they're not great people but when i started seeing her as an evil genius playing a game of chess to ruin his life then i was like okay okay ariana <laughs> you get a pass but also Remember, Jordan, the, the higher they rise, the farther they fall, too. Mm-hmm. And you enjoy that as well. And a lot of people do. Yeah. I know. I mean, the fact that, like I was saying earlier, that Vanderpump kind of blessed the odd, gave the audience permission to start turning on her. Well, she's living her best life. We can't keep hounding Sandoval this way. I was like, kind of open the floodgates there. Yeah. I mean, but look, my only thing, though, I, I rolled my eyes at that because Lisa always, always is on the boy's side. Mm-hmm. She's always given all the guys every season she gives. She's given Jax a million things. I mean, yeah. So, like, <laughs> I don't I don't disagree with her, but I don't agree with her. If that no, makes sense at it, all. It is true. I have noticed that she's a bit, um, she's definitely harder. I was trying to picture like what the equation would be like. It'd be like, if two of them screwed up, it would be like, Kristen, you stupid, dumb slut. And then it would be like, Jax, you naughty little boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Boys will be boys. That's exactly what she is. She's not a she's not a girl's girl, as they would say on Love Island. Yeah, yeah. No, she's not. She definitely. I mean, Eric, a different show, but Erica kind of called that out at that dinner with Tom Girardi when they had her and Ken. She was like, she wants, to, she loves being seen as a what was it? A, it was the sniper from the side one, but she was like, she loves yep. being seen as formidable. She loves that my husband speaks to her. You know what I mean? She mm-hmm. is a guy's a guy's girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Beverly Hills, this Mother's Day brunch at Amory's was a lot of diamonds, some fake rosé. <laughs> Okay. What was okay? What was the? I, I understand it was like a sponsorship deal, clearly. But what the fuck? You have Jason the jeweler there with three point five million dollar necklaces mm. and million dollar rings, and you have Corbell champagne, right? I don't know if Corbell. I don't have Cor. I don't know if Corbell has levels, but that that label that I saw, that's a thirteen dollar oh. bottle of champagne. Yeah. That's a three and a half million dollar necklace and a thirteen dollar. And I okay. What the hell? What? 
what? I, and also, like, she spent a lot of that catering was gorgeous. Yeah. That was beautiful oh, yeah. catering. I, yeah. I was, I was impressed. I was like, look at this. You're in your modern farmhouse. I mean, this could have been Jackson Brittany's or Katie and Schwartz's home, or even Ariana and Tom's home. I mean, basically, it's a cookie cutter of all their homes is what she's living in, just bigger in an casino, but. Gorgeous catering, gorgeous diamonds, and then fucking Corbell. Pos- couldn't even get Vuv. Position. Like, come yeah. on. Okay, and the thing I didn't think of that, Nate. It may, it must, maybe it was sponsored ship. It had because to have the been. way it, it was, had to have been. Because there were other bottles um, off to the side. There was some Vuv, Clicquot, and stuff. It just scattered about. But Corbell held the place of honor in every shot, facing forward. Yeah. At the tables where they were filming. No, that's like... It just stood out. It just... Everything else about that screamed expense, except for the... Yeah, cheaped out on the liquor. So you're probably right. It may have been an arrangement, because normally what they do at those kind of events, they're not going to serve $80 bottles of wine all day to hundreds of people. But what they'll do, they'll start out with that for filming. And then later, as people get drunk, they have Prosecco or Corbel poured Mm -hmm. in the kitchen and brought out on trays. But she was displaying it like a Birkin. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I mean, they were everywhere. Well, you know, the, the, the one person that certainly didn't need it was my lady love who brought her own roadie, <laughs> a, a heavy poured roadie at that. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, I, lo- I didn't think I could love my, my beloved Sutton even more. But good God, showing up to her, showing up with a, ro- a roadie. And then when she's like pouring the vodka, like the, the bartenders or the servers just didn't know what to do with her. She's like pouring her own drinks in the kitchen. She's just a delight. Delight. <laughs> she was she, on one, yeah. honestly. She, she was on one. Yeah. She she got the uh, she got the gratuitous blurred side boob out, you know, like she had the little blurring. I was yes. like, oh, okay, all right, now we're good. Now we're okay, okay, son. All right, let's go. But but how did you feel about her date? Did you get jealous? Okay, uh, okay. Here's I Steve Steve I believe his name was seemed mm-hmm. like a perfectly lovely gentleman. Um, I did not like that she went on a second date because that's hurting my chances a bit. Uh-huh. I especially did not like that their second date was at one of my former hangouts. Right? The Surly Goat. Mm. Yes, the goat, it's one of our I, places. The, okay, so her first date with Sal a couple episodes ago, mm-hmm. they went to uh, La Boheme. The, this time they go to the goat. These are all within like a block of where I lived mm. for and years. And me, yeah. And the, yeah, and you, yes. And Nate, Nate and I were neighbors like, basically, so yeah. yeah. And so I, I see the go- I see that goat logo. I'm like, God damn it, mm-hmm. God damn it! I I have to lose my lady love to this. And she she knows how to throw darts. Ah, oh, she shows up with her own cran. I mean, I just love her. God damn it! I love it her. sounds she doesn't even remember her horses. She can't even tell which horse is hers. This is why you need to come back to Los Angeles, Nate. Hello, we've got to get you here so you can woo her. She did like. I would at least know that Celine Dion doesn't design purses. Thank you. I would you. know that. She Thank did you. like. It was funny. She, it was kind of funny. But she yeah. did like PCP's IG story this week, and she sent some very cute emojis with cats laughing. So there's a chance <laughs> she knows you exist. 
The yeah. trap is yeah. The game is afoot. The game is afoot. I'll give her that. She does reply <laughs> to stories in a friendly manner. Some some housewives, I don't know, maybe Carol Radswell choose <laughs> choose to pretend we don't exist. But Sutton's friendly. Sutton engages. She doesn't just leave you on red like some housewives do. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I also, I will say I do have a bit of a mea culpa um, because in previous episodes, I have said that, that, that I, I'm will that I was willing to be proven wrong, but I didn't think that Anne-Marie had worked as a nurse anesthetist since she had at least gotten engaged or married. Mm-hmm. But in this episode, we saw her in her work outfit at work so it looks like unless she spent a lot of money to like and con somebody into like making it look like she worked she was at work Mm -hmm. so i am wrong she does still work no i am actually on on board with what you just said where this is still a long (laughs) story because that office that office she was in that looked like office space you could rent and my honestly the thing that i noticed immediately was that she was on a FaceTime with, I believe, her husband. Mm-hmm. I yes. think she was on her because she was talking about how she's going to have to talk to Crystal, this and that. She was wearing her scrubs. She was wearing a surgical hat, full makeup, jewelry. Mm-hmm. If if you're going to try to put on this this sham of if you're a doctor and or nurse, you do not. You're not going into surgery full makeup. I get it. You're on camera, but like at least put on a charade, like she. You know, like even on on Kardashians, like when Kris Jenner acts like she's working out, she puts on low key makeup. Mm. You know, like True. a nurse a nurse or a doctor is not going into surgery, and she was already wearing the ca- the cap and scrubs, not going in looking like that. Well, sometimes you know? they, so. I was they, like, this is this is fake. they they do. I mean, they do fake these scenes. It may have been her office. I think what she is, I can't. I don't know the medical terms. I don't work in the field or the the logistics, but I think she's kind of like a freelance nurse. I think she's. I don't think she works in one specific office. I think she's right because, like, like um, yeah, Nicole, Doctor Nicole on Miami. She works at a specific hospital mm-hmm. and she works for that hospital. And I think Tiffany Moon from from Doctor Tiffany Moon from Dallas. She worked at a specific hospital as well. So. Anne Marie may not. She may work for a medical group or something yeah. like that. Um, and it also may so, not or, be yeah, full time. Something. Maybe it is part time or something. But yeah. I did say. Yeah. But, but I did say I didn't think that she had worked. So yeah. it looks like she does work. So so I'm willing. I'm willing to. I'm willing to. I'm willing to admit that I'm wrong at times. At times. I, I have to. At first, but I would be willing. But if but if but if Nate is right, then I, I'm I'm willing to take yeah. that too. I'm willing to take it. Yeah, I give Emery credit because she put out quite a spread, and she almost hit the nail on that like perfectly, except for the balance. It's just she had those diamonds. Jason of Beverly Hills is a real, real like yeah. he. Mm-hmm. A, he does like Super Bowl rings and stuff for like Saudi Royals. I mean, big stuff. Um, the budget was obvious. Saudi Royals get Super Bowl rings? No, no. I mean, he does mm-hmm. like all kinds of jewel <laughs> international. Yeah. Right. And then um, the thing, and she put out quite a spread that, 
that budget must have been huge. But with these women, like we were talking about, you don't need a lot of food with them, but you need top shelf liquor. She could have cut back on one of those seafood towers or the $30,000 charcuterie table and bought some name brand liquor. What show was it? Was it Beverly Hills or maybe it was something else? There was some other housewife show I was watching recently and they were at a party and there was barely any food and they were complaining. And so the, it doesn't matter. Was it a New York a reboot? Well, I mean, yeah, in New York reboot, they did that. But but no, it was re- maybe it was even um, Housewives Girls Trip, the the New York legacy, mm-hmm. like the the back to Scary Island one, where it was like there was barely any food, and you know Ramona was complaining or something like that. It doesn't matter whether or not they're eating the food. The food should always be an option. Yeah, that's what you have. You just have to spend. It's spent. It's about showing spending the money. Showing yeah, the yeah. The, how you plentiful, can spend this money. The bountiful. The fact that she cut back. Exactly. Unless, like you said, it was a sponsorship, which is starting to make sense. But you know what, really? I mean, I think it was a beer. I was really impressed. So I have to give her credit. It was a nice event. It was Erica, though. Why is she doing it? Why is she continuing on with her? Not an apology to her. It's the reverse. The demanding apology to her. Yeah, that was really. She's built up a lot of goodwill this season, right? She's like this close, this close to redemption, and then it's like two steps forwards and five steps back. I love Kyle's face when it happened. Did you see when they're all sitting in the group and Erica's addressing the pain they've caused her and how she would like an apology? She wants them to apologize to her for the orphans and widows. I'm sorry. That's Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, that's and whether she was her, which I get because maybe she's not as maybe she's not as guilty as everyone thought. Whatever the fact that it still doesn't register with her, how many lives were ruined, and she wants everyone to stand up and applaud her because she still might get to keep her million dollar earrings, and that's what was wrong, and that's her axe to grind. It's it's yeah. still tone deaf beyond. Mm-hmm. Kyle's face was my favorite part it, of it. She's like, uh. <laughs> and I again, I stand my Sagittarius Queen Garcelle, who was like unapologetic mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. I stand by it because you know she's. I think she has compassion for for Erica, but she has more compassion for the widows and orphans for everybody, which is where and, it should and be. I also. And I, I watched Housewives and the Hustler Part Two on Hulu, um, and that was interesting. I, I, yeah. Anyway, I won't go all into that, but that was that was interesting. So, anyhow, yeah. You know? I mean, it was magnanimous of Sutton to apologize to. Oh, she. That's she. That's the way she is. She's just good. Mm, She's your just- lady love. <laughs> well. We teased about this in like the first kind of part when we were talking about uh, pump rules and how it used to be the first season. So now I talked about Southern Hospitality and I talked about I'm bringing Southern Hospitality, even though n- neither one of you watch it. But 
Southern Hospitality, its season finale happened this weekend and, uh, or this week. And it was great. I, I mentioned last week that there's this character, Maddie, and she has this cheating boyfriend and she hasn't believed any of her friends that he's been cheating on her and stuff. And this, this episode was a perfect example of how production won't set, doesn't necessarily set up the drama, but stars, cast members can set up the drama because Maddie, a couple of episodes ago, her ex, her boyfriend, Trevor, her cheating boyfriend, Trevor says, comes and like picks her up dramatically from Miami after this huge fight with everybody else, with the whole, the rest of the cast after they call her out for lying on this guy, Bradley, who she had accused of cheating on his, the girl that he was seeing the year before. Um, He picks her up and he, shows her a a phone call that he had with the girl that he supposedly cheated on her with. So and and he and then she's so upset about it and she plays it for one of her her best friend at the at the place this guy Joe, she plays it for him and she's she's so upset. She's so upset. She's like, "Oh my god, this proves that Bradley set me up because the girl seems to admit that like that she that she and Bradley set Trevor up to make it look like he cheated on her and yada, yada, yada. And then turns out in the finale episode, the girl that Trevor cheated on, on Maddie with comes to the finale party. Of course, Bradley invites her and she and her and Maddie kind of confront each other, but really it's Maddie confronting her because Maddie's crazy. I'm just going to say it. And she goes, honey, I was on that call with Trevor. I heard everything. And we're like, wait a minute, what? Everybody's like, what? And so then in her confessional, the producer's like, you're saying that you were on that call with, with Trevor. And she was like, well, yeah, I was on that call because, and it was like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You didn't tell Joe that you were on that call. You didn't tell anybody else. You're saying that like, so you set up, you set up this girl, you re-edited a conversation. You only played about like a minute of it for Joe and made it sound like she admitted to like cheating. Whereas this girl is like, no, I didn't admit to cheating. I was very uncomfortable. Like I felt bad for like what happened and everything like that. So this was a perfect example of how, cast members can set themselves up and then make it look like production can set things up. Does that make, am I making sense at all here? Yeah. I know it's a lot for like, if you don't watch the show to like follow these but people. But like with Southern Charm, I'm sorry, with, with Salt Lake City, how maybe production didn't know, but Heather Gay and the women kept the story within exactly. their own to surprise people on TV. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying is that sometimes these things happen behind the scenes, off camera, unmiked, and then they set these things up. I mean, it's great drama. It's fabulous drama for the show, but it's not always production thinking of these things. Mm -hmm. This girl, Maddie's very manipulative. She's great. She's a great character for shows. But the season before, she full on lied about this guy Bradley getting a blowjob 
in the alley behind um, Republic, which is the bar they all work at. And he was dating another girl at the time. So she she lied and she said that this person saw it, him getting a blowjob from this person. This person saw. And then both of those people this season were like, no, I didn't see this. No, I didn't see this. And one of them even said, I didn't see it. I just went along with what she said because I didn't want to like hurt my friend. And he was like, well, wait a minute. You hurt me though. Mm -hmm. So wait a exactly. Like, like, well, excuse me. Like this girl dumped me because she thought I cheated on her. This girl I really liked, you know what I mean? And so, and now you've got Maddie going on and going after everybody saying, Bradley hates me. All of you guys are terrible. You're horrible people. You're totally after me. Even her boyfriend at the time is like, these people, they don't like you. They're manipulative. They're setting you up. And it's like, the more you hear that, you're like, what is wrong with these people? Like, I'm sorry. Me thinks the lady doth protest too much because if you're calling everybody else manipulative all the time and that this whole group of people is against you, usually not. Usually mm. it, there's not <laughs> conspiracies are very rare to be honest with you. And I've worked in enough restaurants to know that like, you know, a lot of times you just, just don't have enough time for that. Come on. Like, <laughs> come on. Mm. I thought it was great. I thought it was absolutely like I was, my jaw dropped actually at the end of that. I was like, wait a minute. What? What? She was on this phone call. She heard it all. Oh my. And then she's acting like she's the fucking victim here. Excuse me. She's the one like putting up with her cheating boyfriend. She wants this all to happen. Maybe she knew it happened in the first place. She was just like going along with it. So production didn't know until she said that hmm. on camera hmm. to everybody. So again, a, a thing to like for people to remember that production is not always behind this, that these cast members can scheme too. There's real life and real things happen. Production also can like, set up scenarios or be like, if this happened off camera, let's recreate it. Let's do this again. Things like that. Or like, you want to have a birthday party. Let's have the birthday, try to have the birthday party at your house because that's a little bit more dramatic. Tom and Ariana, da, 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 da. But when it comes to these things like Salt Lake city, like with the Monica thing, like, yeah, I truly believe that production did not know. And that Heather gay and the, the women kept it to themselves until that time to make it like more, interesting just like maddie did this for on southern charm so yeah exactly not southern charm southern hospitality excuse me but yeah so i'm excited to watch the uh southern hospitality reunion with lbp on there <laughs> <laughs> as we call her but yeah yeah and uh so if you've been sleeping on southern hospitality watch it again this season i think it's the beginning of it's the it's it's uh it's it's pump rules junior pump rules junior that's what it is <laughs> and i think it'll be a force to be reckoned with uh, fine i'll watch it god <laughs> you can wait till next clean. season <laughs> to, no I'll let me i'll i'll check in and check in 10 seasons from now when the drama's all gone that's right. when i'll watch it's, when it's way too late when they're old and they're buying homes <laughs> And Char, yeah, what, what's yeah, like ten seasons too what's, late? As what's always. like the? They have a spinoff. I don't know any other city in South Carolina. 
And, I mean, is there really any other <laughs> city? Is other? <laughs> oh my God! People in South Carolina fucking hate us now. Like, I mean, is <laughs> Columbia? I but that's too far inland. I don't think it has the charm that Charleston does. So yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, look, they already tried to do Southern Charm uh, Savannah, and that didn't work. And they tried to do Southern Charm uh, New Orleans, and that didn't really work. Yeah. So mm, Charleston's kind of where it's at. <laughs> anyway. Well, on that note, if you want to help us buy tickets to Charleston or open a restaurant anywhere, or I have no idea whatever we want to do with our lives, please make sure to rate, subscribe, mm. review, and follow the Pretty Corrupt podcast and you could also follow us on instagram and tiktok at pretty corrupt podcast and surprise on twitter at pretty corrupt one of course on all those accounts you can find our personal ones linked which are um fun little fun little windows into our journeys of chaos and um whatever else we do off mic (laughs) Well said. Well said. Uh, Weather events and Botox. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On that note, I was gonna say, I was gonna try to do some southern southern thing and be like top of the morning, y'all. But I mixed up my accent. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't do that. They don't do that. Nope. Adios. Like we do it.